This is a stand-up New York Labs production, providing you podcasts since 2013. Hey guys, awesome episode today. We got an emailer with a girlfriend who has a low sex drive, moving to a small ski town, and a MILF situation you gotta listen to. Check it out, enjoy with friends, boom. Jared Freed coming to you live from New York City's Upper West Side Stand Up New York Labs. We're every Tuesday and Friday with your emails, your stories, your questions. I say it every week. Let me say it again. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you for telling a friend. Keep doing that. Keep telling a friend, a coworker, a brother, a sister, anyone that with ears, we'd like to have them listen. That's it. Um, super excited about today's episode. Before we get into it, uh, I just want to say the tweets, the DMs, the Snapchats, oh man, feathers my nuts every time I get like a little picture of where you're listening, how you're listening, boils my beans, feels good. It's like you took a little pot of hot water and I just dipped them in. That's what I did. I just, I, I, I hovered above it in the most awkward naked way. That's a, that's a naked, that's an awkward way to be naked, hovering above anything like like level putting myself into the pot of hot water not too hot not too hot just hot enough to make me feel good that's what it feels like every time you guys send me a tweet a dm a snapchat a facebook message of where you're listening how you're listening who you're listening with road trips love it walks to school walks to work train rides all that stuff it is awesome i'm jtrain56 on twitter and snapchat at jared freed on instagram Let's get into the episode. Super excited to have uh, these two here. Uh, from the fantastically popular podcast, Guys We Fucked, Christina Hutchinson, Corinne Fisher. Thank you guys for coming on. Yo, J-Train, Thank thanks for ear raping us at the beginning and then having us on as well. Love I'm a good still, ear rape. I gotta say, I'm still a little confused as to <laughs> how I can enjoy the podcast or where I can enjoy the podcast. Let me give you a few more places. Okay, thank Dinner you. Dinner with the family. Good. Ooh. With a girlfriend or boyfriend. Because, like, mm. fuck human interaction. Well, this, yeah, because this is, this is a conversation starter podcast. Okay. So we get the questions and we answer them and then hopefully at home. What's your answer at now home? Now what's your answer yeah. at home? Mm-hmm. Got it. See, right? Every time I see you and you, we talk about like dating and you're single, I'm like, sure. how can a good person that's so good looking and oh, charming oh. be single? I get it. <laughs> <laughs> it's all, <laughs> they hear me hello for 50 seconds on the first 
minute of the date and they're like, this is guy's out of his mind. How could we go through with it? But I, I, I I'm rarely <laughs> speechless in that moment. I mean, I knew we were supposed to be silent anyway, but I wouldn't have had anything to say. Well, See, I watched a video of you doing that, but I, on the internet, <laughs> I but did. I didn't yeah. know that you did that every week. Every episode. It's like Esther Koo masturbates at the end. Yes. You yell at the beginning. And I let people masturbate to my yell. Cause, cause obviously <laughs> your, your lovely technician over here didn't uh, seem phased, phased at all. At all. Yeah, so Shelby, I, this is normal part of the day. So I knew that. Yeah. Well, we're trying to get to a minute. Hashtag march to a minute. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> right now, that you wasn't... Know, like marching to end sexual assault or yep. cancer research. So, listen, every podcast has its cause. Exactly. <laughs> you guys have moved, have helped the feminist movement in your own way. I'm helping the elongated yell movement. Mm, that's important. <laughs> for my people. I mean, so. you did make an insensitive statement about anyone with ears being able to listen, which uh, I did note in my earless... in my mental blog. <laughs> yeah. so, Don't ear shame. Uh, I w- yeah, I was a little... Be- I mean, just because you have ears doesn't mean that they're working in a way that would enable you to listen to podcasts. This is fair. So if you could be a little <gasps> bit more sensitive. And I, let me take this moment to apologize <laughs> to the earless community. I mean, no, they it's, hear it's you loud and ears, not at all. But, the, it, but it's sometimes the ears do not work so that you can uh, listen. You, so you'd have, oh. Deaf people deaf have people. ears, Jared. And well, how ignorant also, are you? They're also not going to hear you say that. Yeah, part. so fuck, I That's mean, a fuck good the point. deaf. So but if I was friends with a they deaf can't even friend, hear it. I would sign, guess what Jared Freeze said this fucking podcast. You would sign it to them. Yeah, I would sign it. There, I, there's, I'm sure there's someone who's transcribing uh, insensitive podcasts for deaf people. <laughs> yes. You know that's a cause well, somewhere. Somebody, somebody's Wait, alerting, alerting the sensitive deaf people out there. And they are outraged. Except they say outraged. Uh, that was uh, a joke. For somebody nice. Yeah, it's over for me. Nice. It's over. Well, J-Train against never, the deaf community, Someone's apparently. never going to be Miss America. I was just going to say president, but that too. And well, it's, not, it's not because you're a man, because that's not the kind of alert. I'm sure a man could be Miss America these days. That's not the world we live in. But that they. insensitive comment. A they can be Miss America. Right, yes. They America. A they America. <laughs> Listen, it feels like a high school five-year reunion, because you guys started your <laughs> podcast here. Yeah, we did. It's very cool. And I'm, 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 I was one of the early guests on yours and I do get once in a while I'll get like a girl or somebody that's like yes. listens to yours and we'll be like I just went back through the, the backlog of mm. the guys we fucked mm. and, and they're like we found you there I'm like oh that's so cool yeah. but it's cool for me to see the success it's very I'm happy for you guys thank you and it's like an international success is that how does it feel I we. mean we yeah, yeah, yes we. so the french listeners does it feel like is it weird is there it's is there fun. surreal it's... moment what's the one the craziest Being moment on a bus stop was crazy on a bus oh in New yeah York City on fifth avenue um yeah having uh the first time we i got corinne got recognized twice before i got recognized okay like, what the fuck when am i gonna get recognized yeah and then some girl came up to me on the l train and just went into it about her herpes and about like i told this guy i was seeing and then he didn't text me back and what the fuck and that's fucked up right and i was like wait What's your name? <laughs> How did this and, happen? How did we get here? Yeah, he, she just stared at me for 10 minutes and then just started in. Didn't I, even introduce herself. Well, I, I think I, I get a little bit of this, and you guys must know, like podcast listeners in general just feel like they know you. It's a one-sided, intimate relationship. Yes, and you're in their ears. You're with them at the most intimate part of their day. So you must have people come up to you and be like, you're our best friend. All the time. And like, I love podcasts. I started listening to Chris Delia's podcast. Okay. It's, it's just him just bullshitting by himself like it's, vamping yeah it's so fucking funny and i listen to it while i clean or like brush my teeth or i just listen to it and when i'm doing something mundane mm. and i 
Then I started to notice I started talking in a similar cadence that he, and I was you like, I gotta stop listening to this. Picking up his things. I, I, <laughs> that, that does happen. There's uh, things that I say. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, so, but now it's turned, now we got a book. I know. I mean, we have a book. Yeah, you, you have a book. You are oh, sorry. part of our journey. <laughs> but, in that you are I was thinking in the general way, uh, in the Queen's let's way. Let's not get that, that happy for You us. have <laughs> a book. I and It's called Fucked, Being Sexually Explorative and Self-Confident in a World That's Screwed. And it comes out October 24th. Yes. You can get that anywhere books are sold. And you can find them on Twitter and Instagram at Sorry About Last Night, S-R-Y About Last N-Y-T. What? Explain the book to the people, the book buying public. <laughs> what can they expect all, in the well, book? Well, all three of you. Hello, yeah. thanks for still reading. Uh, I mean, older women with Kindles. <laughs> audible. <laughs> we do. Oh, it's gonna make... be audible. Oh, we already recorded sure. the audiobook. It's How still... long did that take? Uh, Only a couple days. Long. It wasn't okay, that long. So not so bad. Yeah, but no. it's, it was. Uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, basically, it's, it's a there's a it's a how to guide that doesn't seem uh, obnoxious and like pandering. Mm -hmm. uh, so how to do things like how to orchestrate a threesome, how to get into butt stuff. But then also just like very simple things like how to love yourself, of how course. to be honest with your partner. Yeah, mm -hmm. I mean these these topics all seem like things that you've heard about or that seem uh, like they could be obnoxious. But I think we did a good job of making them personal and, and not condescending. Yeah. yeah, and like just saying like this is how I got through this really shitty thing in my life, and maybe you could use that. Well, I think the, the, a lot of this, like, I mean, we give advice here. We're going to go through the emails. A lot of this yeah. stuff, and the reason I people probably, you know, it's it's good for them is is to hear people, you know, commiserate about it. Oh yeah, and it's sure. like here's my experience. It's happened to me, and have and, and the worst, the person that stops conversation is the one person at the party or at the pregame or at the brunch. It's like you do what? Oh yeah, and it's like with a podcast or a book, you can kind of like dive into it yeah. without someone like glaring at you, being like, "Wait a minute, why are you talking about butt stuff?" Oh yeah, well, I that's like section don't yeah. hurt my Christian ears. Comedians are great because instead of like stopping with like a judgmental thing, a lot of times comedians will yes and it, and of they'll course. be like, yeah. they'll be like, oh, that's what you did. I did something so much worse, yeah. <laughs> and, then and then, the, then you're like, oh, that's yeah, that I do feel much better about myself. And then now. the listener at home is like, oh, that was just a pinky. <laughs> right? yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not a full fist in there. Yeah. yeah, so it's good. Okay, so the book comes out October 24th. All of you guys should go. You can pre-order it right now. Yeah. So On go. Uh, ebook, the actual hardcover, and on Audible. Okay. So you can pre. If you go to sorry about uh, last night comedy com slash book, okay. it's all the links to all the time. And it's places. at Philanthropy Gal and at Christina Hutch on Twitter and Instagram. All that stuff. Go find them, support them. Go buy the book. It's going to be great. You're going to love it. Um, also, guys, we fucked every Friday. Are you guys ready for the emails? Yeah, yeah. let's, let's do, do it. it. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. So we're going to go straight through these because I feel like we can bang out a lot of emails here. Okay. Boring dater. Okay. Boo. You guys are in relationships, right? Yes. yes. So we're, we've, are we dating? Do we go on date night? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I go on date night. We, Stephen and I went uh, taking other girls out on dates. You have? Yeah. How do you? Three way. How do you set it up? Are you, you're like, okay, we're going to find, you go on like a thrinder situation? Exactly. It is now called field. But that's the only, the, the two of the three ways we had were with that. But we wanted to do a date first to make sure that the person wasn't a monster. We were attracted to him. I got to under, how does that date dynamic work? With first the of three way? All, yeah, with the three way. If it's all three of you at the table, like we how pay, does the conversation go? We're the couple. We pay. Okay. Getting to, typical getting to know you conversation. Sure. Whatever you want to divulge. And then it, honestly, we're all here because we eventually want to fuck. So like, yeah. what do you like in bed? So that comes out pretty quickly. Uh, 
quicker than it would normally come. Yeah. What are people ordering? Food wise, oh, like, that's the, the, a great question. Yeah. <laughs> the day of the, the night of the three way, we usually go out for drinks and then sometimes order food. Steven, or the first time, ordered fucking mac and cheese and Brussels sprouts. I'm like, yeah, that's a little too heavy. Yeah, and he didn't because he was nervous. Yeah, I'd be nervous too. I'd well, be nervous you, as the guy. It's yeah. two girls in the situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're in the situation where it's like you know you're you gotta play you know you gotta play a lot of roles, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I get it, but I was like... I mean, first date food, in my opinion, if you eat it, is always sushi. It's the easiest. It's the cleanest. You're not going to feel bad. I mean, some people, like, again, I've never gotten sick from sushi in my entire life. Yeah. I don't know. It's just easy, clean, and no you can keep it light. In your mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then also yeah. you can like, you know, the even the appetizers are light. Mm-hmm. You know, you can, at, yeah, 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 oh, I can yeah. go with that. Super easy. Papa JT, I'm seeing a new guy. So it's a lady uh, emailer and he's been planning... <laughs> <laughs> so since the last time you've been on, we've changed a lot here. This is like the Z Morning Zoo, yeah. Jared. <laughs> wow, do you want to get your dick sucked the first night, gentlemen? Stay two for two. That wasn't me. That was Christine, in case you're confused, because it sounded it a lot like sound me. sound just like you. <laughs> He's been planning really thoughtful, fun dates. What could we do that's not the same boring dinner drinks movie? The ball's in my court to plan something, and I don't want him to think I'm boring. He's actually an uh, he's an activity guy who likes to stay busy and isn't really into Netflix and chill, bar hopping thing. He's not a big drinker. Lame. What do you guys think? <laughs> I like arcades. I was going to say pinball. I was really? Gonna pinball. I love going to like, oh God, I fucking love Dave and Buster's. Oh my so God. So like adult bar, uh, arcades. Yeah. Or pinball. Is well, not- I mean, you I would go to Chuck E. Cheese, but I'm not allowed. Oh, yeah, you yeah. can't go in without a kid? No. Oh, that's pedophile. Yeah, where, where a kid can be a kid. Find a kid. Get the fuck out, go adults. Go to Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah, yeah. Leave the kid alone. Yeah. I, I, I gotta say, that I never thought of the arcade date. I think anything, like, food-related. One time I went with a girl... Um, she had taken me on like a food tour, uh-huh. Ooh. which was like a good, cause it wasn't just like you're saying, like it wasn't too heavy because like the food tour isn't really there to like get you filled up. You go to like so many places by the end, you're like, oh, okay, that was a satisfying day. Yeah. But this was like, okay, you go see the, it was a West village food tour. So you got like the pizza place, the cheese Ooh. place, the, you know, the, the ice cream shop. So you got a all those dairy. things. Was that a first date? <laughs> it was like. In this range, like oh. a fifth day daytime oh, thing. Okay, because I was like, I don't. I tend to. I love eating more than anything else on the planet, but I don't love a like a food heavy in the first couple of dates because I can't fully enjoy food the way I want to if I'm so nervous. It, it, you like wouldn't be able to really like get into. Yeah, it. then I feel like I'm just like fa- then I feel like I'm like faking being myself because I, like I mean if I ate as much as I can actually eat on a first date, everyone would be scared. <laughs> it's like what has happened <laughs> yeah. to this person? Has she? Not not eaten in yeah, weeks yeah like there's that. also like from like the female point of view like too like if like like i when i go on a date like a first date i'm assuming like i've at, i always say like i've asked you here i'm paying yeah like that's yeah. like my plan and that's another thing i i it's like especially as someone who can pay for their own food it's annoying because it's like i know that the guy's gonna want to pay most times and then i want to be able to eat what i want to eat without feeling like that's I'm, gonna be a like bad I'm, position like i feel like i'm like i don't want to ruin i don't want you not to be able to pay rent but i also don't want to be hungry yeah. for the rest of this and day. you don't want to look like you're taking advantage but yeah. at the same time you would pay just to have a good meal surely oh, I, I would that's gotta be pay annoying and eat what i want i just remember this time oh god i can't believe i forgot this i went on this date with this guy on a Broadway show something about a boy band about saying about Jesus and oh, yeah. uh, we I was so broke and we went to a bar and it was like the third place we had gone that night and I was like 
he kind of didn't want to pay it was a third, third place yeah and i was like we'll split it and he was like oh yeah and then my card got declined oh I was no because so i used to like when the guys paid because i was so fucking broke yeah but now i'm not broke well, i mean at the same time like i uh, someone asked me they're like they were already in a relationship a long time they're like dude they were like in this day and age with like you know <laughs> they were like they were like mad about like you know like the the movements i guess yeah and they were like do men even still pay anymore and i was like yeah, if you want to get laid, you want to look like a man, you, like, that doesn't mean you don't pay, you don't offer. I, I always just play, you know, and I was like, you just like, why would you not try? You know, yeah. it, it, there is an effort, like an effort thing there. But uh, he was asking all these questions. I was like, and he, and then I said, I go, the only thing that I think is different now is that if you change locations, a girl will a lot of times be like, like the third bar that you're talking about, the second bar, they'll be like, she got I got the second card. I, I always used to tell you, because like a lot of times I think it's common to like go someplace for dinner and then go get a drink after yes. unless it's going terribly. And so I would always let like the guy who asked me pay for dinner and then I would always pay for drinks after. Yeah. And drinks are just as, ex- just, as expensive yeah, a lot of the time. The but it's also yeah. the, the gesture. So I, sure. I, and I was saying, I was like, if anything... I would think from like 50 years ago that's changed. Like that's second place. There's girls that are like out of it. They're like, I'm getting the drinks at the second place. Like they're yeah. like, they want, well, they truly seem like they want there to. Is feel pleasure, guilty, yeah. There is pleasure in paying. Of it course. It feels a little masculine and it feels mm. powerful and I fucking like it. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with it. Uh, also like it's a team, if you're going to have a relationship, like you're going into a team effort, like why not start that early? Yes. I would also say that back to this email, I say I'm just like always with food with dudes. Mm-hmm. Just uh, like go the food route. Um, I like the arcade idea too. Um, museums are a good first date because even if it sucks, you can make fun of it. Make fun of Comedy it. Comedy show. I always stay away from comedy shows the first couple well, of dates. For me, I wouldn't do it. I, I wouldn't do it for me, but it's a good way for a regular person to gauge somebody else's sense of humor because that's so fucking I feel important. Like, I feel like it's like a third, fourth date thing. Like, Maybe. like, like, the I want to know. Seller, I take him to. Yeah, you take him to. The, there was somebody there the other night that it was like on a fifth date, mm-hmm. and then yeah. I was like, "So is this a big date?" You know, like I was like trying to like feel them out. The crowd bailed on me so hard. <laughs> they were, they were like, "Why yes. are you asking such personal questions?" I was like, "I want to know if they fucked." And then they were like, "Everyone was like, oh. really? <laughs> it was, yeah, oh it got weird. God. It's the first time that's ever happened, but it was Jesus. funny that <laughs> J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast. At gmail.com here with Corinne Fisher, Christina Hutchinson. Guys, we fucked every Friday. Fucked is the book, October 24th. Go check it out. What's worse? Let's play a hypothetical. You Are ready? There a lot of people who just tune in about 10 minutes into your podcast. They you might. Can, there's value I, in repetition I, I, because I still I, remember jingles from commercials. When I was this is kid. what I'm saying. <laughs> we like to keep it moving and I like to like reset. You know? Yeah. What's worse? Let's do a hypothetical. Okay. Cool. What's worse? Every time you see a photo on Instagram, you automatically like it. Ugh. Or never being able to like an Instagram photo again. Liking Wait. it. Wait, what? So We're what's worse? What's the bad. worst situation? You have to like These every single bad, You have yeah. to like every single Instagram photo. Uh-oh. Or you can't like one again. It's worse to like every single one. Because yeah. I follow people I hate. Mm. I want them to think I don't. I want them to know I hate them. You got to look at exes and you can't. So you'd end up having to unfollow the exes to get out of that. I guess. I mean, I would still stalk them and look them up. Yeah. See what they're up to. Duh. I think it's worse to never be able to like an Instagram photo again because. You could text them and say, I really like that Instagram photo. Without liking it? Wouldn't you think that person's like kind of weird? No, I would think it's more personal. I wouldn't text that to somebody that I didn't know. But I also think that we know the people innately. We know the people that don't like our shit. 
and do like our shit. Oh, yeah. Does that make sense? Some I of mean, them like it because they want to get people. booked on our show. You know what I mean? Like, exactly. I mean, this is the thing. This but, is, but like, I get it. I, we well, have dudes that. use it a lot as like, hey, I'm here. Well, this, I, is, I, this I, is the I, thing. I like every Knitting Factory show thing because I was like, oh yeah, I want to get on that show. I'm just gonna like all their photos. Well, this is what, well, Instagram right now is like the biggest dating app. A lot of dudes who come like, on our podcast will say they get a lot of chicks sliding yeah, DMs. into their DMs. It's the DMs. And I think this is, and I, we always talk about it here, like the tapping on the window, mm-hmm. where you go in like 10 in a row, and it's like, oh, I I'm here. That. Yeah. Just reach it's out a, to But me. it's a guy thing to do. I don't because mind you wanna, Girls do You want to see if there's a response in kind. Is it, you know the reason the ten in a row is like okay if she likes ten in a row now I'm freed up to you know send yeah, a message. Yeah, because if you want to flirt back, there's your cue. You can yeah. see that's why I get furious at my boyfriend when like someone will like a bunch of his pictures in a row and then he'll like like one back and he's like I just wanted to be kind. I was like no, no. now she no. thinks you want to fuck. That's, yeah, yeah, that's Her. initiating flirting. That Jesus. is flirt. That's flirting. It's because- like do I have to teach you everything? And he's like I'm sorry, I didn't know. That's Sometimes what dudes can be so oblivious that shit. I'm though. like she wants to, she I, wants your cock in her mouth. I think we're more. Ab- Oblivious on purpose, though. <laughs> like, like I've, you know what? You're right. Like, I think a lot of guys will lean, right. will lean on the I'm a dude, right? More yeah. to not look like because, like, the idea of like admitting to I like ten in a row because I'm flirting with her is kind of like a like a you're not manly, mm-hmm. you know, you're letting down your it's guard a, a little bit. Yeah, so you, so you as a guy, you can be like, oh, I was just liking the pictures. <laughs> That's what we, you know, that's just a like. My boyfriend had gone out to dinner with a girl that he went to college with and just dinner and drinks and stuff. And she thought it was a fucking date and and made out with them. And I was like, really? You you had to have seen that coming. You're not a fucking idiot. And he eventually admitted to me, yeah, right, that was going to date. So if you're doing the three-way thing, if you're going on dates, is that that allowed? Like, is that... Well, that's a different thing because I I would love to eventually have like a monogamous relationship where we could both fuck a person, another person separately once Go, in a while. But uh-huh. that but that thing he told me he was just seeing a friend that I didn't know about. It that's the thing that pissed me off because I'm like, if you would have told me you were going on a yeah. date, honestly, I would have thought it was hot. So like, why didn't you just or fucking if you, tell me? If he had included you with like, oh wow, this friend, like yeah. the way I would play it, if I it was had, him, it would took, be- it took me an hour to get out that they used to like each other in college. I'm like, why did How long ago this happened? Like eight months ago. Okay. Ago. I mean, I'm just saying, like, my play as the guy, if I was in a situation where, like, someone came out of the blue and was like, and I, I would play the, this girl That's what just he did. messaged me. That's what he did. What do you think of this? And I would get <laughs> oh, her to talk. Oh. Yeah. And then I would get my girlfriend to talk about it and, and have her be like, and get her to be like, well, I guess I would, you know, I mean, go that- out with her or, like, fuck that bitch. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, fuck that bitch. Like, it would, like, <laughs> It would direct how I would talk right, about right. it. <laughs> you know, I would That's follow her safe. lead. See, that uh, would annoy me, though, because I'm like, do whatever the fuck you want, but re- be real with me about what's happening. But sometimes guys would just want, I feel like, want to do just like the worst, most sexually uh, adventurous thing, so that, but they need to take the girl's lead to say, like, how far can I push this? Oh, absolutely. Would well, you want to make out with that girl? Here's, here's the threat as a guy. <laughs> can I? I <laughs> well, here's the threat as a guy is that if a girl walked into a bar... Okay, I've said this before on this podcast. If a girl walked into the <laughs> bar after we ended and she was like, and she walked in and saw me in the bar and was like, fuck you, Jared. And he likes a fucking, he likes to get a hand in the ass. Then the whole bar would be like, this fucking weirdo. But if I walked into the bar and looked at that girl and was like, and she likes a hand in the ass. The whole bar would be like, 
Oh, right, you're cool. so brave. <laughs> brave. And all the guys be like, that's hot. All right, nice. You know, like there's just a... Men are... This is the, the fear we have. So when we're like looking to get, you know, like to do like exploring things... It's always like feet. We're always like going. Well, what do you want to do? And then the girl goes, "What do you want to do?" And then you go feeling and then it you, out. Yeah, yeah, and then you just end up doing missionary. You know, it's just like the same Beautiful. old thing. Hooey, guys! We got our sponsor back. That's it. Oh, let me tell you about these amazing bars. That's it, bars. You know them. You love them. They started with fruit. Now they're conquering veggies. They're gluten-free. Great for getting one full servings of vegetables every day. Products are made with real non-GMO fruit. Under 100 calories. Super delicious. Guys, I love them because they're in the house and you don't have to worry about what you're eating. Just grab a bar and that's it. Four grams of veggie protein. No sugars added, no preservatives. Convenient and easy to take with you. That's It is offering my listeners an amazing deal. Go to that'sitfruit.com. 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 Enter my code JTRAIN. 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 Check out, save 10% off your order. Do what I did and try these new veggie bars. You're going to love them. Again, go to that'sitfruit.com. That's it, fruit.com. That's it, fruit.com. Enter my code JTRAIN, JTRAIN, JTRAIN at checkouts to save 10% off your order. Your taste buds and your body will thank you. JTRAINPODCAST at gmail.com. JTRAINPODCAST at gmail.com. Guys, we fucked every Friday. Now I'm doing it more for you guys. (laughs) Guys, we fucked every Friday on iTunes, anywhere you can find podcasts. Fucked is the book. Go buy it. October 24th, skipping the honeymoon phase. Oh, that's a point. KOB, Omelette Overlord, Climax R. Are you, are you this English? Those what? are my nicknames. Oh, oh. King of Brunch, <laughs> the, omelet, <laughs> the Omelette Overlord, I'm the Climax R, TD Freed, Papa JT, Uncle J Train. Uh, am I missing any? What? Oh my God, poor Shelby. Big Dick Jared. You got that one? Right, listen, that if that's one. when you want to start, I'll let you start it. Okay? I'm not going to be against it. I'm a strong medium, but I'll take whatever I can get. Hey, BDJ. Strong, strong medium is often preferred anyway. Strong medium. Yeah, strong medium Jared. I'm yeah. a strong medium? Strong medium. That sounds I, like a coffee roast. Yeah. Also, that would be great if I started my own line of coffee. Strong medium. Strong medium. And it was just no all one, based on dick one size. One day a woman has been buying it for five years is drinking it. And she's yeah. like, oh, that's what oh, I knew I liked dick. the urban roast. <laughs> I once again turned to you for advice. I started dating this girl and she's great. I'm not going to rate her because I'm super biased and no one will believe my score anyways. We have a rating system here on the podcast. Oh, perfect. That's what women need. Well, guys and girls can use it. This is open to women too. Okay. It's the area code method, face, body, personality. <laughs> Okay. Okay. So, but there's a. I'm sure I have an email where a woman's gonna write with her. So you know, it's all it's out there. Yeah. We just started seeing each other for the last couple months, and it's looking like it's heading towards something serious. The only problem is that she's very busy with school and work, and so we only get to see each other once a week or so, which would be fine. Except her sex drive is fucking awful. Okay. The first night we had sex, it was great. Twice at night, and again in the morning. Since then, once in our last six hangs. And I was the first dude she has been with in a year, so she says, and we have talked about it. She just doesn't desire it mu- very much and never has. This is supposed to be the honeymoon stage. I'm supposed to I'm supposed to need lotion applied to my dick to stop from all the chafing. Okay, well. <laughs> well, eh, okay. 
Listen, lose some loot, man. Uh, I like this girl, but it feels like we're just fast forwarded to year uh, year four of our relationship, where I'm only having sex if I am good boy and deserve a treat. Oh, any idea on how to proceed? I brought the yes. idea of toys and other things to try and spark something, but I'm not confident it would do much. Help me not get stuck in a sexless relationship. So, first of all, honey, I think a honeymoon phase can include little to no sex if both people have that similar sex drive. Their sex drives are incompatible. If it's not, and it's not going to work. You got to move on. You think it never can work? There's because nothing if it's you can not going to work now in the honeymoon phase, yeah, where the fuck are you going to feel? You're going to be ten, uh, five years down the road. If she's not open to a, a, an open relationship or something, or if that's not something you want. You got to find someone who's sexually I do compatible. agree both can work. Like, you could be in a relationship where you're both like, yeah, we like once com- a week, but yeah. that's the way we are. Sure, but, yeah. But it, for this, it feels like you're, what you're saying is right. Is yeah. He's on a different level. Don't be afraid to prioritize sexual compatibility. I think so many people are because, like, it shouldn't matter. It matters so much. That's yeah. what defines you being my boyfriend versus you being my friend. Is I sex. guess I guess the sh- it shouldn't matter people are like, doesn't it feel like they're just saying that because they feel ridiculous to make that a part of the equation because yeah. you're like you, you seem like you're you're caring about it's it seems like it's surface level but it's not you're it's, saying it's not. that because they're in relationships where they're not having a ton of sex mm-hmm. I mean I think I agree with what Christina said but even I wouldn't even go as far as to putting an open relationship on the table it's too early it's not gonna work. in the game yeah. to start making to start like resorting to things like that it's just not gonna work but if and it, it's fine if there's a last ditch effort he could do before saying this is fucked from what day one what turns you on I would ask her that. Ask her that. What, what turns you on? Just does being turn- really open. Be like, listen, I think you're fucking fabulous. You have a great area code rating yeah. according to the- <laughs> I couldn't even area code rate The rating. J train because no one would believe <laughs> hard, me. Hard uh, medium J train yeah. said it was good. But I just Strong know like, I'm, I'm really sexually attracted to you. And I and part of me being in a romantic relationship is expressing uh, my feelings sexually. Um, oh. And so Honestly, she I might need fuck to, you because of that. I need to mm. do that. Yeah, I mean, I think just to be really honest, because I mean- you have to word it. You have to be careful when you're when you're making a statement as a man. Like I need more sex. Um, so, but if you word it carefully, I think it can be meaningful. And also, just like get it all on the table because that's going to be a nightmare if you. Keep I think in what, that. I think what you said too is great as far as like, hey, I'm really attracted to you, and I'm not getting to explore that with yeah. you, and it's making me feel. You know, like I'm crazy rejected. and rejected, sure. and you uh, can you yeah. can put it make it in me terms, not Definitely. in you That's terms. That's a great idea. It's always safest. I would also add to that. Make a, I would have like one last ditch ever where it's like have a date that has to lead to something sexual, like not has to, but like yeah, Jared. Wow, that was Jared <laughs> but, Weinstein over here. Well, <laughs> my point is that you're with your girlfriend, so you you're both agreeing to this. End it in a dungeon. <laughs> have a few people there Girl. to like make you know restrain her. No. I... <laughs> What I'm saying is have a date that's so good and romantic and fun that at the end, if she turns you down, it's more like, okay, we should talk about this. But also, at too, least it like brings up the conversation instead of like, you know, you're sitting there having coffee and it's like, why aren't we fucking? You know, well, like, like romance for me doesn't turn me on. Like if we mm. go out to dinner and he's always, I don't give a shit. But if we go to a strip club, we're yeah. fucking afterwards. Unless I have mm. a terrible time at the strip club. But your boyfriend would know that. That's yes. what I'm saying. So if your boyfriend was like, hey, we got to have a night. I'm taking Christina to a, a strip club so that we can like, and then at the end of the strip club, if you looked at him and you're like, eh, I'm going to read a book. He'd be like, what the fuck? Uh, what's, ha- what's happening here? Yeah, at least right. he could, that would like prompt the conversation of Absolutely. saying, Hey, I'm feeling rejected. And also, I mean, there are, there are, I mean, are some key things. I mean, obviously this is like a more of a high stakes situation. Uh, and this is certainly not always the case, but like if she hasn't had sex in a long time, I mean, there could be something going on. 
you know, something, in her past. Yeah. Or something traumatic. Get her or talking. Sometimes yeah. you kind of get used to not having sex. And yeah. so you just don't, you don't really, you're like, eh. She might feel uncomfortable. She might feel out of practice. If you haven't been in a relationship in a while, like you could feel uh, uncomfortable about your body and getting naked. Like, Has she ever had an orgasm? Things. A lot of women have never had an orgasm. Do and maybe you, she's like embarrassed you, about that. Is, yeah, that. is that something absolutely, that could happen? Absolutely. Uh, do you masturbate? How often would you want to do mutual masturbation? Because that mm. I love doing that. I love just sitting next to each laying next to each other and you're both just jerking off. It's a That's best. what mutual masturbation is? Yeah, you is, both masturbate next to Just each other. next to do you even touch? You can if you want, but I like not I like watching a guy grab his dick in a way that feels good to him. I you think do. that's so hot. See, I think I always think that like the male masturbation pose as a look when you're hunched not over a good and you're look. drooling, correct. Yeah, yeah. When you're laying <laughs> hunched down, over and drooling. That's how how'd you know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm psychic. I don't know. You, you like it feels like a like a very like, you know, caveman-y look. But it's hot. when you when you're attracted to the person, it's hot to watch them pleasure themselves. Mm. And it's good it tips because it's like, oh, how do you like grabbing your dicks? It's not now how everybody likes grabbing your dicks. You're sitting there with a pen and paper, like exactly. taking notes. Yeah, I like watching guys masturbate. I don't really like masturbating in front of other people. For me, that's like me that's me. That's time. you time. Yeah. And not yeah. I yeah. don't mind. J train podcast at gmail.com. <laughs> J train podcast at gmail.com. I got a serious one. Can we do a serious one? Is that cool? Uh, I mean, yeah. I, we were treating them all seriously. They're all very, but th- this is like a, th- I have a, this is, could start, you know. All right. Because uh, I think we're going to help some people. If you want to hold my hand during this, that's fine. Okay. It's okay to a lot of hand. We're all going to bring down the lights. Let's light a candle. <laughs> Restraining order worthy. Okay. That, that helped make it serious. <laughs> Quick, <laughs> Quick producer on the keys. Big Daddy JT. I like that name. I'm already <laughs> triggered. Fame, female listener, so cue the music. I love your show. Listen to it at work. Any chance I get, enough ball feathering. I need some J Train advice. My ex boyfriend and I have been broken up for over a year and a half, or, or over half a year, and have been talking occasionally. I couldn't deal with the way he still treated me poorly and refused to acknowledge anything he did wrong, so I blocked him from the little social media he had access to and from my phone. A week later, he unexpectedly showed up, showed up in my apartment and Dude. forced my door open. Okay. Oh, 911. 911, right? That's mm-hmm. psychotic. That's, that's crazy. fucking yeah. creepy. I got chills when he read I was like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's... Something needs to be done. Showing up unexpectedly without breaking the door open is insane. If I showed up to my best friend's house unexpectedly, that's fucking creepy. In the day and age of text and phone and cell phone, you know, this is not a normal thing. Okay. I made him leave because he couldn't give me a real reason as to why he showed up and I just kept talking about and just kept talking about bullshit. He also (laughs) kept (laughs) trying to touch me. Which made okay. me extremely uncomfortable. Yeah. He Kool-Aid man through her door and then was like, I don't know. I'm going to touch your titty. Let's just talk. So, what's up? Do you want to watch something or watch an uh, the new black? How was or? your weekend? Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> oh, I would be so annoid just that he didn't have something more interesting to at least yeah. fake I know. talk about. At least give me a fake statistic or something. He asked why I blocked him. I hate that answer. I hate that question. I hate when someone what? shows up to your house to ask well, you that. Well, that too. But I'm saying like <laughs> the, the idea, like it's also like, like it's like when a relationship's ending and the person's like, "Why? 
why? Why? And it's like, how much more can I spell this out for you? Yeah, I don't want to spend time with you anymore. You, you suck. <laughs> you and I will never. You have to sound like a like a Elizabethan, you know, like uh, well, you and I will never be. You know, <laughs> we didn't communicate. Uh, he asked why I blocked him, told him it was toxic, how things affected me, and I couldn't uh, keep doing no, it. Doing things like that. this. We didn't communicate after that, so I thought he understood. Another week later, and Uh-oh. she writes today. So when this email was sent, Jesus, he sent an email not to see how. I'm doing or to apologize ask for another chance he emailed me to ask if the guy who sent him a LinkedIn request was related to me because we have the same very common last name (laughs) what a fucking (laughs) that's one of those things that you hear and you're like I (laughs) it is so specific and a lie it's such a lie and it's also like when you've had those moments where you're like just taken over by a relationship in a way that you're like uh, this will this will lie will work. And I it's mean, like that's I, such a lie. I've been so desperate to contact somebody, and I've been so desperate for a reason that doesn't sound creepy. But it's like when you get to that place, mm. just don't do it. Uh, I feel like it's a bit obsessive. Uh, it's obsessive and a bit insane. It's gotten to the point that I feel extremely uncomfortable when there's any chance of him showing up. Should I get a restraining order, or is that too far? Please help. The entire relationship was toxic. And he also did things like this when we were together. So it's not uh, random for him to do this. P.S. His mom still follows me on Instagram. Ew. And I'm not opposed to messaging her. Block her and message him and say, if you contact me again or if I see mm. your face again, I am going to the police. Yeah. You understand? So I'm giving you a warning. I have record of this warning because it's yeah. on email. You showed up at my house. Made me feel very <clears throat> uncomfortable. I don't want mm-hmm. you to respond to this. I don't want you to reach out to me. I don't want anybody you know to follow me. And if that happens, I will go to the police. Yeah. You have a rec- recorded date and time. You sent it. It depends because like restraining orders for me, it's like, yeah, I, I I never like hesitate to tell someone to get a restraining order, but also a restraining order is like, yeah, it's filed, but like someone has to do something to break the restraining order. So a lot of things about restraining orders are kind of silly because it's like the problem's going to happen and it's like, okay, so it's just going to be on record that the person's a maniac, but they could still do something maniacal. I would actually, if the, if she has a good relationship with the mom, that's not a bad line because the relationship between men and their moms, it's very intense and i think yeah. that could be like a real uh creative way to use shame mm. oh you're right i do think i i think anyone listening a lot of women do this and i've gotten we've gotten emails like this in the past where it's like am i crazy you're not crazy it happens like, all the goddamn time I know, oh, thank you you're a friend to women that's not even the point Jared, of this friend to women free friend to women free but i'm here to tell you but it's no but it's the real point is like yeah, you go, am I crazy? Then he's going to murder you. You know, like this yeah. is like, like, yeah. the, the, like the longer she keeps asking. And I'm sure there's a point where she's like, she's writing in this podcast, which is very nice of her. And like, I'm happy she's sharing. But there's, she's probably writing in this because she's like, I don't really want to go to my friends and family. Yeah. Which is the first people you should go to because yeah. the, you know, the community will protect. But it's yeah. easy with the podcast. Like I said, one way intimate relationship. And it's like, you know what? I know this person doesn't really judge people and they're comics. So they're no. kind of funny. So like you, you would be honest with me, I, right? I, I think totally. But I'm my it's creepy that they the, are scary. But the honesty that I'm giving her is like, don't be afraid. Go to your friends and family because yeah. the community protects. Yeah. You get them to all know and be on the lookout yep. for any time this guy's around. You know, now they're on the lookout for you. Mm-hmm. Now you've created like a, you know, a, a neighborhood watch. Absolutely. I would also not get in contact with him ever again. I think any amount of contact to a guy, like the way our egos work, like yeah. we're just like, even but her if contacting. Said, if you contact me again, I will take action. I would have her family member contact him. 
Oh, like I would okay. like because I would remove myself because the guy is just like, well, she's emailing like now the communication's open. Whoa, so I would really? say like I, I just I wouldn't put it past a guy like this. You know, yeah. So I'm saying go to your right. mom, go to his mom. I like the idea of going to his mom because at least that the shame thing like. We live in an age where you meet people off of Tinder and you don't have no one in common. Just like fingers crossed, she's not and in denial that like, her perfect little baby could do something. Yeah, wrong. It's a, it's, yeah, it definitely depends on like the relationship and how if she is a, like a like a like a helicopter mom or if she's like a sensible mother. Sure. And also like maybe the mom, you know, will be like, oh my god, he did this to another girlfriend. Like she'll yeah. know in her head, you know, no one knows their kids like a mom. Yeah. So, but I think I, I, totally, and if it's the mom, if it's your mom, if it's your friend, a best friend, whoever it is coming to him from another angle that is an amount of like oh the world knows that i'm a creep now yeah you know it gets it outside of your friend space so i think i agree the restraining order i don't think that's like the next step i think i I mean that's how you feel you should do whatever you feel but at the same time let's go to the let's go to the the tribe because then if it's like oh she's contacting me through my mom she couldn't even tell me yeah i must be doing something wrong hopefully that would sink it but also it's an outing my mom knows that i suck to this girl Yeah. yeah you know J train podcast at gmail.com. Stalker sucks. So J train podcast at gmail.com. Let's do this one. Hypothetical. Actually, I like <laughs> music's playing. Hi, J train. Love the podcast. Discover you through Betches. Uh, now, my favorite <laughs> podcast. Brighten up my, my week. Thank you. Here's a hypothetical. Would you rather give up for the rest of your life? Cheese or chocolate? Chocolate. If you give up cheese, that includes cream cheese on your bagel. Went Duh. anti-Semitic on this one. <laughs> uh, <laughs> cheesecake, all obviously you, you yummy, delicious, gooey <laughs> cheesiness. But if you give up chocolate, you're stuck with boring vanilla for the rest of your life. Uh, P.S. Red Velvet has cocoa powder in it, so God you can't have that it. either. No I peanut butter like cups, that. chocolate ch- chocolate milk, mm. hot chocolate, chocolate cake, chocolate ice cream. We get it. I would rather give up chocolate. I want to hear from you, your guest, and Shelby. What do we think? I would rather give up chocolate as chocolate. well. Shelby? It's chocolate. And she says vanilla, but that's... Vanilla's a, not boring. It's a flavor. I could go to strawberry yeah. real easily. Yeah. I'm, I'm giving up chocolate, too. Yeah. Uh, plus, cheese takes everything to the next level. I know. I couldn't live without cheese, like, always. Like, that's... I mean, I'm, I'm like, imagine? lactose intolerant, so that's... I'm I, the same way, and I fight through it. Yeah. I literally Wait, will Corinne eat cheese. Wait, Corinne introduced me to lactate. You should try it. Yeah. Wait, what is you it? Don't you don't feel like you want to die. You're a Jew. No. How can Dude? you not know about this? It's, like, given to you. It's, like, a little pill? Yeah. I used to feel like I wanted to die after a milkshake. Take two lactate feel great yeah it'll, really? it'll really improve your life and you won't get bloated i literally if i have like cheese pizza the next day it's like a day yeah experience. so you gotta take I'm out lactate. of the game it's and it's like you get a whole like you can get 60 caplets for like 20 dollars in Dwayne reed i can't believe i went that so long without lactate i well, also and take it we all learned we something but also i was i told christina she was lactose intolerant and she was like fight like it was like like it was like it was like <laughs> i told her like she had AIDS. she's like no it isn't true yeah and i was like please just take this you'll feel so much better because I and, went through years of like eating ice cream and I feel like my arm's gonna fucking fall <laughs> off my body. That's not fun. And you take it in the morning or right before you do Just it? right no. before you eat the thing. It, you take it with your first bite of any dairy product. You don't have to take it on days if you're not eating dairy. Uh, you, just, you literally just have, I always have it like I have a, it in my wallet. I have it in every purse. Just I guess, I, I guess the, I'm with Christine on that where it's like the connotation involved where it's like people with it talk about it so much and sound so a certain way. <laughs> That I'm I not never want to. Yeah, I don't want to. Never. I never want to be in a position. Yeah, I never want to be in a position where I'm like, I don't have my lactate yeah. pills. 
so I can't have a Hold pizza. Hold on, guys. Need my Le- lactose. Yeah. Least fun person at the party. I'm out. Forgot That's why my you lactose do it pills. And you don't have to announce it to everybody. Well, this is what people do. That's so I don't want to be that guy. True. I only I only tell people if like um if they tell me things because the reason I even know I'm lactose intolerant is not I went to a doctor being like I feel bloated all the time. Yeah. There's something wrong. She goes, maybe you're an alcoholic, and I was like, oh, <laughs> nice try, but that's yeah, yeah. not it. And what then my best friend Paula, who's also lactose intolerant, goes, it sounds like you're lactose intolerant. Yeah. And then I was like, of course I'm lactose intolerant. I'm a fucking Jew. Most of us are. Yeah, I yeah, didn't yeah. know that lactose intolerant meant drinking a milkshake and wanting to die like i feel i would feel ooh. to this yeah. day i actually don't even do milkshakes Mil- yeah. milkshakes are the one thing that's like a, they're because there's so much lactose it's, it's, it's literally mixing different lactose yes. it. it's, it's a, so much shake shack peanut butter milkshake though gotta say oh, God. one of the best things i've ever put in my mouth moving to a small ski town <laughs> don't do it salutations mr freed uh before getting to the stem of the are feather are you a cult Listen, we've got our own language here. I've, uh, I graduated college in April. I decided to move away from to save money for grad school. I just got a job in a small ski resort town in Canada called Banff. Ugh, that actually sounds awesome. Yeah. Awesome. I've been to Banff, in and nature. it is unbelievable. Ugh, really? I love skiing. Well, I'm super excited. I have some questions. I only, <laughs> I've only lived in a big city my whole life, and I went to college living at my parents' house to save money. So I've never really had the residence college experience, mm. and I've never lived in a small town. The place I'm moving is a major tourist spot with a population under 10,000 where everyone knows everyone, and many of the workers are people my age or in similar situations. How do I make sure I meet a bunch of new friends, maximize my enjoyment of the residence-type lifestyle, uh, hooking <laughs> up, doing copious substances, and so forth? Everyone works and lives in a swanky hotel. I know you've given advice before about moving and making friends, but I thought the big to small town jump would be good. What do we think? I mean, really, the the real answer is going to come with time after he lives there and gets to know the people. But mm. also, I am a big fan. I Some of my best friends that I made the first day I transferred colleges to New York City my sophomore year, there's this group of girls that were going on the elevator in the dorms to like go to the school. And mm. I was like, can I come? Yeah. Can I, be? I literally asked them if I could be their friend and come with them. And they're like, okay. And now they're like four of my best friends. Re- I, so, I mean, but that's I really... I insert myself. But that's what you have to do. Yeah. You You have to come in... To a new town, new place, hat in hand. Yeah. You can't come in, Mr. Cool Guy. You got to come in and be like, hey. Oh, yeah. definitely can't come yeah, in, Mr. No. Like, cool Guy. You don't know shit. Yeah, Could no, I you know, don't no shit. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I, I think also, ski towns, there's opportunity to meet people. Oh, yeah. A lot of runaways in ski towns. <laughs> And not no like <laughs> hooking up or doing substance. No, that. he'll have. But this is what I'm saying. Runaway. I don't mean like runaways, like escaping their home. I mean people putting off life. Mm-hmm. So, oh. so there's a lot of people that like post college, and I, it sounds like he has a job, so he's going there to work. Yeah. So, but like, there's the ski bum. Yeah. These are all the, the, the these the are stereotypes the stereotypes pe- that. Yeah. These resort. are the people with money. P- kids with money do uh, oh, a, a various amount of things after graduation to not have to work. Ski bum. <laughs> Israel. <laughs> What's that? A lot of Jewish chicks will go to Israel. Israel. Just going to Israel. Oh, Just will oh, go to, oh. yeah. and live in Israel. Oh. Yeah. Law school. Mm-hmm. These are things people do to put off life, and they are yeah. just. This <laughs> guy. <laughs> oh, Israel, ski town, 
law school. Yeah. Those are the three major ones. Because it makes it seem like you're like doing, doing yes. I'm finding my religion and stuff. It's stuff you could explain to Nana. Yeah. And she'll go, oh, oh you're you. doing something. Right. Israel always is the catch-all because they're like, at least you're supporting, you know, right, the homeland. Religion. Right. And then also there'll be other Jews you know, for you to play with. Sure. The ski, the, the law play school is, is, is the famous one because it's like, oh, law school, you must be real. You're going to be rich one day. Honestly, it's just a person that was, got scared of the real world because in fake world at college, get the material, take the test, get the grade, repeat. Yeah. And that's law not how hard though. Law school's hard, but easier than life. Well, I think your Maybe. best friend went for the right reasons, yeah. but I do, and uh, I know a lot of people who went to law school because they were like, nah, I don't want to do this just yet. I don't want to do this, <laughs> and oh my God, so this funny. is the rest of my life My thing. best friend did yeah. it for the right reasons, and then she ended up taking a job with the city. Yeah. She ain't rich at all. Well, this is the, yeah. it's not even a rich thing. It's more that you're telling people. It's a catch-all explanation. Well, a lot of lawyers are yeah. rich because they're injury lawyers. That's a good way. And they I mean, take out a billboard. But you go, you go on those, you say, <laughs> you say to like, uh, whatever, yeah. yeah, I'm in law school. They go, oh, good for you. And then oh, they move always. on. Yeah. The awkward conversation over. We know. Yeah. Hey, I'm a comedian. I'm a comedian. What the uh, fuck? Right. Say, you know, the whole car stops. Hey, Meanwhile, uh, we're getting more done than the people in law school. Uh, this is what I'm saying. Yeah. So, and then ski town, ski bum, you can be like, yeah, I'm outside. I'm teaching people stuff. I And people know it's a short-term experience. So this Yoga guy's, instructor, too. Yoga instructor. <laughs> Oh, also, yeah, yoga. Fitness instructor. And there's a lot of, like, catch-all, like, let me run in place type of things after yeah. graduation. <laughs> yeah. And the ski bomb <laughs> one, the the reason people do it is they, you get away from mom and dad. So you move to a town where things are cheaper. You can live amongst people. It sounds sexy as fuck. It sounds like working as a character in, like, Epcot or something. Yeah. It's going to be great. Yeah. So, but yeah, this so is what true. I'm saying to him. There are people that are as lonelier than you and more <laughs> freaked out about life than you. Yeah, in right. a ski town. So it's like, don't, be, don't, yeah, they're more afraid of you than you are of them, kind of thing. Totally. So yeah. I would say to this guy, get involved with the. There's a ski bar. Go to the bar that all the people working at the mountain go to. Go and be open to meeting those people and yeah. know, like, take comfort in the fact that they don't have a job they plan on being at for the rest of their lives, and you are maybe hired to do something that you're like gonna do. Yeah, you're yeah. just passing through. I think it's especially easy if you're going from uh, into a small town because they must be dying for some fresh blood. Fresh blood. Everyone's already hooked up yes. already. Yeah, oh, and like, oh, they've give been me some through new the ringer. It'll be a race to who hooks up with you. <laughs> There's a lot of probably a lot of hot chicks there. It would be funny if they had like this like big megaphone at the front new of the dick. <laughs> yeah. Paging new dick. We found one. Oh god, that sounds like oh that sounds like heaven. Have the best time. Another great sponsor, guys, ZipRecruiter.com. Are you in need of great talent for your business but short on time? You don't have to get lost in a huge stack of resumes to find your perfect hire. You just need the right tools, smarter tools. ZipRecruiter is different. With ZipRecruiter, you can post your job to over 100 of the web's leading job boards with just one click. Then ZipRecruiter puts its smart matching technology to work, actively notifying qualified candidates about your job within minutes of posting so you receive the best possible matches. That's why ZipRecruiter is different. Unlike other hiring sites, ZipRecruiter doesn't spend doesn't depend on the right candidates finding you, it finds them. Oh shit, people. If you're in HR, if you have your own business, you got to get in with ZipRecruiter. No wonder 80% of employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site in just one day. ZipRecruiter is the smartest way to hire. Listen, 
Find out today why ZipRecruiter has been used, used by growing businesses of all sizes. So small businesses, big businesses, medium businesses, medium businesses, strong medium businesses, and industries to find the most qualified job candidates with immediate results. And right now, my listeners can post jobs on ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash JTrain. ZipRecruiter.com slash JTrain. ZipRecruiter.com slash JTrain. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash JTrain. One more time. Try it for free. Go to ZipRecruiter.com slash J Train. J Train Podcast so at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Guys, we fuck the podcast every Friday on iTunes, Stitcher, all that good stuff. Also, fucked October 24th. Yeah. Pre order. Sorry about last night.com slash book. Sorry about last night comedy.com. Comedy.com slash book. Which do another which is worse. I love these which is worse. You're so yeah. fast at talking. We They're move really good at Peoples. <laughs> Dearest Jared. Feather, feather. What? I come to you. Every with... time you say that, I like envision your balls, even though I've never seen them getting tickled by oh, an actual I love feather. When someone this is well. I sometimes I did the boil bean thing for you guys. Sometimes I'll do the feather imagery, uh-huh. which is I I always think of it as a big feather, like a huge oh, like one a from a, like from across the like room, and I'd be pen. legs over my head. We're just up and down the seam, and my seam is actually like worn hot. in from all the, the feathering. Wait, where are you? Are you from Boston? Where I am. Are you from? Okay, I was like, I was like, mm, can't place yeah, that. They feather balls yeah. over it's there. It's a Boston thing, the feathering. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> Which is worse, sweating cheese or having to always wear ski boots? Always wear ski boots cheese. for me. To clarify, the cheese comes out as a warm liquid, no. but it's your choice of Ew. cheese. In the ski boot scenario, all physical activity requires you to wear the boots, so you oh. can't just go through life barefoot, but you are permitted to take them off for sleep and showers. Oh. What does the KOB, Classic Shelb, and the esteemed guests have to say on the subject? I'm going to say, I guess, the ski boots now that I think about ski it. Ski boots easily. Shelb. No problem. I'd rather sweat cheese. You'd rather... Su- <laughs> Always surprises us. <laughs> Why? What cheese? You'd probably... Get on like Ellen or something like that. <laughs> so well, at least more. So you're banking yeah. on the Ellen play. Exactly. I want to be one of the me. part of one of those memes where it's my picture or my face above like the craziest Maury talk show headline. Oh yeah, yeah. She sweats cheese. She sweats cheese. <laughs> the only thing about uh, ski boots is you can't stand fully straight up because your you know the, the ski boots your your shin is gonna be bent the whole time. Oh, Uh-oh. it's almost impossible because like that's what I didn't realize the first time I went skiing. So you're see it's I, you're, you're, you're like, yeah the first day you're basically crippled because you, you're this is the furthest up you can go so I, mean, I, I didn't think of it as ski boots I just thought of it as boots in general ski boots would suck well he, they, 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 they specified ski boots right, ski boots, yeah. right? yeah I would st- I honestly would still do ski boots because it would be an, like a permanent workout for your yes. legs oh your ass would be but uh, it would be painful at times, and I think a lot lead to a lot of physical problems. I would go. So. I would go sw- ski boots. Okay. Because, but the cheese. Because I just can't imagine going to the gym and like it's having just to so smell disgusting, or like or like having sex with someone and dripping cheese all over them. Ugh. I hate regular Maybe sweating. You will learn to love it. J Train Podcast <laughs> at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Milf, but should I pick attached? Ooh. Oh yes. Dear TD Freed and guest, <laughs> long-time listener, it's been awesome to see what the podcast has grown to over the years. Keep up the good work. I'll keep up the feathering. Thank you. Here's my situation. I'm a 23-year-old male living in a small town with my parents in that transition phase after college. <laughs> the dick around phase. The dick around phase. <laughs> I, I feel like this is going to get. Se- I feel like this is going to be sexy. Just also, with the, we should play some much. some sexy. Right. We he, he was. 
Shelby was typing very no, aggressively. No, it sounds like we have a research assistant. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, kind of yeah. nice. It did like, feel... It's like one of those detective typing. Yeah, I like did... someone who types with purpose. It was Shelby purposeful. Knows, Shelby knows what, what's up. It felt like he was putting in the codes for a bomb. Your words permitted have got to be really impressive. Let's. This is going to be a anyway. sexy email. Here's my situation. I'm a 23-year-old male yeah. living in a small town with my oh, parents God. in that transition phase after college. Transition. From about that time, I was 19. <laughs> I would always party at the neighbors. Is he a minor now? <laughs> we're longtime family friends. One beautiful summer night, this lady, let's say 676, <laughs> was being really flirty and touchy. Is so that I, even a good rating? That sounds low. That, it's fair to middling. 676, okay. So I rolled with it. Very shortly after, my parents' friends say, hey, she's married and has two kids. Oh. That was the end for me. Until now. Fast forward four years, I go into the bar and join their group for a few drinks. She starts being flirty and touchy again. Before I can even think about what she's hitting, uh, think about how she is hitting on me, she drops the, I just got divorced. And with seconds, asks me to be her date at a wedding next weekend. Whoa. I was, I was drunk, so I said yes. <laughs> but, <laughs> but now I don't know how to handle this or play it from here. I know I will be a fun wedding date, wedding plus one, and I don't have expectations to hook up, but e she even said she already has a hotel room with one, only one bed. Yeah, she definitely yeah, wants, she she wants to fuck. fuck. She horny as hell, She's and just, her ex-husband wasn't This guy is so nervous. Yeah. She's 35 and knows my parents. Do I hide this for my? Hot, yes. Do I hide this for my parents? Yes. 12 yeah, years older than know. me, that's a whole different ball game in the bedroom, right? I even know her kids. I'm not ready to be a dad, Papa J Train. <laughs> I mean, you jumped the boat. Yeah, I'm taking it too far. If I, if I should roll with this game I got myself in or run away ASAP, please, with your guest Jewish wisdom, would love to know what to do from here. He just wants, I think she just wants a fun weekend where she can get some dick. P.S. The picture is what she's wearing to the wedding. Oh, she's, she's a great 35. Jesus. She's cute. She looks good. Yeah, Body. she looks young. Look at that bod. Girl, look at that body. Yeah, That's good. You're gonna get free food and drinks at this cool wedding that you don't really have to care about because you don't know the people, and you're gonna get laid. And no, I mean, just don't take a bunch of like formal pictures with her. Yeah, that's all you have to do. It's here's he's gotta don't go. Propose to her. You want you hard. want things to come to you. This is the ultimate come to you situation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because if it ends badly, she it's gonna end up being. She's going to be the one that be like the one ending it badly. Right. Mm -hmm. It's never going to be if he's like, hey, I'm not into this anymore. She can go back being like, yeah, well, I came on to you. It wasn't going to work from the beginning. I'm happy I got fucked, but that's it. Yeah. yeah I mean, I don't think I, I hope neither party think this thinks this is going to turn into an a actual relationship. He <laughs> thinks it because he's an idiot. Yeah. She wants dick. Yeah, exactly. She wants dick. She's been with the whoever she was with beforehand. She probably the last couple years probably. She's been go watching so well. you grow up. Oh, yeah, yeah, this is like she a you, this is her fantasy, little. not yeah, yours. Exactly. Yeah. Stop making it about you. And just just get hard and show pussy. up. Yeah, come with your twenty-two-year-old dick. Yeah, ready to go. Railer, dude, and don't drink too much. Beforehand. And if you're worried about your parents, your parents know them. Go to the wedding. Say, hey, she was looking for a date. I'm going to go with her. 
and let them be the one to judge you. Mm-hmm. Don't assume, assume your parents' judgments. Yeah. You know, he's assuming everything. He's assuming that she's... He's nervous. Gonna, yeah, he's nervous. But yeah. you go into it. And if they're like, you're going with her, all you have to do to your yeah, for your dad, the only thing you have to do is look... The minute your parents ask, what the fuck is going on? You look at your dad. You don't look at your mom. You look at your dad and you go, I don't know, and smile. <laughs> and then he's going to go, dad's gonna go son. And your dad's going to go... Go with peace. Be safe. Right. Your dad, peace and then your mom's going to go, well, I got all these questions. And your dad's going to look at your mom and go, Elaine, I'll take care of it. I'll explain it later. Because your dad's going to know the dicks what mean. will come together. Right. And if you don't want these kind of moment. problems, maybe you should move out of your parents' house when you're 23. Yeah, it's I time to go. So I don't feel bad for you. <laughs> if they have a problem, yeah, it's time to go. But otherwise, <laughs> lean on the fact that your dad gets hard too. <laughs> <laughs> so... All you have to good do. Advice. This is this is good advice. Go if your parent because he's worried about his parents like knowing her. If you you say to them, yeah, she invited me to this wedding, and you just say, I'm gonna go. It's gonna be fun. That's all you say. Yeah. And if your dad, if they, if they know have questions, deep down, she's, she's trying to get some. <laughs> they young know cop. what's happening. You know what's she's happening. Her, but you need the the the. You just need to get past that dad that parent moment because I know what he's wondering. About. Okay. Yeah. So look, I don't know. Yeah. And smile, little wink, wink, and then you're out. <laughs> Isn't that that's the way to I go? Think because that's a good. And then everyone go. will be on the same page. I that wouldn't baby want my, boy is fucking tonight. Yeah, I wouldn't want my parents. I wouldn't want my parents to know that information because I don't want to be fucking be like, ugh, my parents know I'm here fucking this lady. The, of yeah, course, the only but, thing is like if you're leaving, they they he still lives with them, so like he, they're yeah. gonna know that he's gonna be gone all day and like leaving in a suit. Yeah, he would know. He has yeah. to admit that he's going to this wedding. Yeah, because then and then they're gonna have questions, and the only you just be as obvious. While not saying it at the same time. Yeah, and act a little naive, like, I don't know. I've done that with my parents so many times, where I just, like, I give a smile, like, I don't know, and then they just let it go. We know they're what like, you mean. We don't want to ask any, they don't want to know more than they have to know. Yep, I don't yeah. want to, they know I don't want to tell them they more than. They want to protect themselves. Exactly. You can also act, like, act like you think 35 is, like, so much older than it is, and, like, and you're your doing, like, like a good Samaritan yeah. act. Like, oh, I'm just being, she's lonely she's after fr- the divorce, she and told, she just, she knows yes. elderly widow. She thought it would be nice. She, yeah. she told me that, you know, this is the, you know, <laughs> she, she broke down to me, she said the divorce has been so tough. I figured, why not? We'll give she her a just fun needs night. Someone she knows, you know. She's eight hundred years old. <laughs> she needs me. I'm bringing the walker. This could Plus be her last wedding. <laughs> J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. This has been fantastic, guys. Thank you for uh, having Thank us. you for coming. Let's do one more. Is that cool? Yeah, absolutely. I'll give you guys the choice of uh, title. Okay. okay. Got it. Uh, play the game or rise above. Play the we- game. Well, these are that's, that's one email. Oh, that's whole one. Ugh, God, I thought they Sales were... rep trying to swoon the receptionist. Mm-hmm. Instagram <laughs> rules. <laughs> Gym crush. Ugh. Did a promotion ruin my friendships? Mm-hmm. Oh, that I'm interested in. Friend will not stop cheating on girlfriend in front of friend group. Okay, Ooh. well, that, that's I mean, obvious answer. <laughs> What's the obvious answer? Stop being friends. With them? <laughs> yeah, stop being friends. That's just gross. Stop doing that. Am I delusionally dating this dude? I mean, when, when should we stop you? That's gonna be the... too easy. I like the promotional one. Yeah, the promotion that. one. That one was interesting to me. Hi, Jared. Hopefully I don't feel comfortable making a Jew joke because I'm part German. <laughs> All right. Also, before you start reading, uh, I just want to tell you this isn't an email about. Uh, about someone's dick getting wet or someone's poon getting plowed through. Stay tuned. Uh, well, 
Can't win them all. <laughs> so my name is Elise. I currently work in retail aside with uh, five other people. I know it's no one's dream job, but for a 22-year-old girl, it's okay because it's basically the only job I can have while studying because of flexible hours. Ba- about three months ago, the assistant manager left and her spot opened up. I applied for it because I was ready for more responsibility, felt like I've gotten uh. enough experience. One of my colleagues applied too. She didn't get the job, but we stayed on good terms. There were no hard feelings, and we talked about it all bef- uh, talked it all before both of us even sent in the resumes. So I got the job not long after time passed by, uh, passed by until things got different. The four other girls in our staff started acting very weird towards me, ignoring, being snobby, making weird remarks, not checking in with me before doing something important relating to our job, and I could go on. They always stopped uh, conversation when I come into the room, and now it always feels like they would rather leave than stay in the same room as me. We were all pretty close before I got the promotion. Now they're all saying uh, they're all just hang around with each other and do things excluding me, which for mm. some reason feels uh, hurtful because oh, I don't shit. know what I did wrong. Nothing. My attitude hasn't changed. I'm completely sure and aware of that. I haven't become bossy or started to look down on them just because of this promotion, mostly because it's been only three months. And even if I do, even I don't feel entirely confident about everything I'm doing because I'm still learning. I know they must talk about shit about me behind my back because they talk shit about our boss behind his back all the time, which makes me feel like crap. So here's the dilemma where the dilemma starts. I think she's already in the dilemma. Yeah. Yeah. I saw this on an episode of Modern Family. Really? Yeah. I missed that episode. <laughs> she gets like working at a coffee shop. Okay. Anyway, whatever. Gets, okay. I want to know how they handle it. <laughs> uh, for the past few weeks, I've been seriously considering leaving my job uh, because I can't, don't want to handle that kind of work environment where I feel comfortable with only one person. While the ones that I'm supposed to be in charge of are making me feel like shit most of the time, uh, but I would uh, feel extremely guilty leaving the job because there was a long, complicated interview process with my executives from three different countries, and they all said that they would they have high of hopes for me, and they feel like I'm a very reliable person. I've been promoted only for only three months, and I already want to quit. I feel like uh, I've let them down. What's your opinion? Do you think my promotion ruined my friendship? Or can it be something else and should I stay or leave my job? I really don't want to disappoint people who relied and spent their time on me. But some days I feel kind of tortured by this nonsense. By the way, I'm from blank. Nothing special, just so you know. You have listeners here on the other side of the ocean, too. It's mostly through your podcast where I've noticed uh, how much of the American and European mentalities uh, approaches to life differ from one another, which makes it awesome to listen to. Anyways, keep up the good work. What do we think? Uh, be a boss because mm. you're our boss now. You're a manager now, and I I would go out to him and be like, "Hey, I'm gonna address the elephant in the room here because it it reeks of it every time I come in the room and you guys stop talking or you've not included me, and it's very mm-hmm. obvious that it's because I got this position, and I don't know what your reasoning is for treating me like this, but it needs to stop. Mm. Got it? Like I would be <clears throat> boss to them, yeah, and demand like. I feel like you're doing this because of this. If you want to talk about it, cool. If not, that's great. But what needs to happen is that you need to stop treating me like this and making me, your now manager, feel uncomfortable in my own office or store or whatever they work at. That's interesting. Because I I, I do think you're right and she needs to like be more of a boss and less of a friend because they've already released themselves from being a friend. 
Right, yeah. but I mean, I agree with talking, but the that is going to turn them even more against because you can't really control what how people feel. I mean, they're just seem they're just insecure. I mean, yeah, this, this used to happen all the time at my job. Like, you know, receptionists would get promoted to managers, and then we would all everyone would feel I didn't because I was like ten years older than everyone, but everyone would be like, oh my god, Marcy is being such a bitch now that she's manager. But like sometimes Marcy was being a bitch because yeah. she was manager. You know, because uh, I think there is like sometimes when you are uncomfortable there's a lot of insecurities in my head with with this going around so there's insecurities uh from the people who didn't get promoted but then there's also an insecurity from elise because she doesn't feel totally comfortable being a manager maybe so sometimes yeah yeah, she might be being like too tough or like Mm -hmm. too like by the books because like no one likes someone who's all by By the the book that person's always fucking annoying she she needs to find her is there something i'm doing that i could be doing better or something like maybe opening that conversation i agree with christina like yeah have a talk but i just wouldn't do it as like i wouldn't be like you have to respect me because that's you're just gonna get me she has to become more confident in this new role yeah and i think like that will show through because if she's saying this is what's going on here today. They can't, they don't respect her as the boss. Right. That's really why they're acting like shitheads. Right. They Open don't think the that she's better than them to sure. do the position. I, if I were her, I would go to her boss and be like, hey, I just want to make sure I'm doing an okay job. What can, can we work together to make it so I can do this job as confidently as possible so I know how to organize with the people that I'm supposed to be in charge of? Yeah. And then let him know, yeah, it feels like they're being kind of cunty since yeah, yeah, since yeah. I got this promotion. So I just want to talk it out with you to let you know how I'm feeling. She should not leave her job. No. At all. She should keep no. going through, but she should also so know... Learning, you're going to learn so much from this experience. Totally. And these girls weren't your real friends. Yeah. They huh? were peers. Well, they were coworkers. Well, this is going to happen time and time again, especially with women in, in power positions. Like, people are going to... Friends are not going to like you. Boyfriends mm. are going to feel threatened by you. It's going to keep happening. So you want you want to just, like... get used to it and learn how to handle it. Yeah. Well, yeah. In a way that works for you. And also something that works, and it's like, yes, it is playing to these insecure people, but you're going to be met time and time again with insecure people in your life. So it's like kind of like maybe just get used to it. Uh, uh, doing something where like hey I would love to know your guys' ideas one of yeah. those things where you're like oh yeah. do you have any ideas for the company like you're in charge yeah, of you yeah. yeah and like in your heart you don't really you know care or mean it but it, it, it makes make everyone feel around. included I would do that I would go to your boss talk to them and just let them know how you're feeling or him or her know how you're feeling what's going on and, and let them know that, like direct you a little bit more to make sure you're doing the right thing I would then go to these people that you used to work with and be like hey I'm feeling like shit Ever since this promotion, yeah. you guys have really been acting like kind of dicks to me. Yeah, if you're Can a little vulnerable get... about it, I yeah. think it'll work. Yeah, you've been, you guys have been making me feel like shit. I go home every night. I thought you guys were my friends. Obviously, you're not my friends. What can I do differently that's, uh, that you guys are feeling so mean to me about? Yeah. And then I would say, I would get it out and then be like, and tonight, let's do drinks. Right. I think you and can be vulnerable roll, yeah. in a strong way. And also, yeah, taking out people for drinks on the company card always works. Yeah, and just be like, hey, let's uh, let's talk it out now. We'll go for drinks. Everything's on water under the bridge. And from here on out, just know that I'm in a bad position because I like you guys. Yeah. And then yeah. you're making my job tougher. And we all applied for this job. And that's the way it worked out. Yeah. 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 I think addressing it head on is definitely key because then when it festers in your head, mm. I feel like you just build up all these reasons and none of them are true because you don't know yet. And, and if just... that doesn't work, hook up with all their boyfriends. Yeah. <laughs> just fuck get all their dudes. <laughs> well, a lot of this get is em. passive aggressiveness and the easiest way to get over passive aggressiveness is by being direct. Yes. I'm always, if someone, if I feel like someone's being mean to me, I'm just like, why are you, I feel like you're acting Call really mean to me. Why? This does feel like the passive aggressive. <laughs> J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. 
Thank you guys so much. This was great. It was an honor. Thank you for having us. Christina Thank Hutchinson, Corinne Fisher, at Philanthropy Gal, uh, at Christina Hutch, at Sorry About Last Night, S-R-Y About Last N-Y-T. Guys, we fucked every Friday, October 24th, fucked being sexually exploitative and self-confident in a world that's screwed. Shelby, thank you for coming on. Thanks for having me. At Classic Shelb on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat. I'm Jared Freed. This podcast is every Tuesday and Friday. Podcast at gmail.com. You can find me, JTrain56, on Twitter and Snapchat. At Jared Freed on Instagram. Also, I'm on Patreon. If you've felt some value from this podcast, go check out patreon.com slash Jared Freed. We have different levels. For a buck a month, you get blogs and videos. For five bucks, bonus podcast. And for 10 bucks, you can get personalized advice straight from the strong medium's mouth. Wow. Damn. So come on out and do that. Also, December 4th, we're doing a live podcast. We're going to do questions and emails and special guests. And we're also going to do live Tinder Bumble makeovers. (gasps) Ooh, that's fun. We're going to take their profiles and redo them in front of the crowd. I love that. That's good. It'll be fun. So... Thank you guys for listening. We'll be back next episode. Boom.